Caution, the Mark Unger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with international marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. crowd goes wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning... Marriage. Indeed. I'm your host, the one, the only Mark Gunger. Joining me as always, the very lovely and charming Diane Brierly and the amazing Philip James Gunger. Engineering the show as always, the very talented but eerily creepy Timothy Robert Ray, pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during this incomprehensibly boring program. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at askask at markgunger.com. Here's how the show works. You can send us an email about anything. Nothing is off limits, hence the warning at the beginning of the show. And you get to remain totally anonymous in exchange for the safety of your anonymity. We are brutally honest. This is a show of brutal honesty. While virtually every show in Christendom is overwhelmingly concerned about how you feel, we don't care two cents about how you feel. I think we should be able to handle at least one show like that. If we like what you say, we'll celebrate you. We'll love you. We will, Well, we'll love you either way. <laughs> but if we think we don't like what you say, we'll castigate you. Three versions of castigation on the show. If we think you need to be awakened out of your delusions, we'll stick your head in the toilet and flush it and give you a swirly. Hopefully the water spinning around your head will awaken you out of your delusions. If we think you're crazy, you'll get the goat button. And if you blather on with too many unrelated, unnecessary details, which is prone to happen, (laughs) you'll get the chicken button. Uh, Get all three, you're officially crazy. How y'all doing today? Good. Your oh, shirt yeah. looks like a picnic tablecloth. <laughs> <laughs> See, I waited till we got on the air to say that one. <laughs> she couldn't get it out fast enough. You know, except it's black instead of red. Usually it's the red and white check that's like... <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting. I just couldn't wait to say that. Yeah, okay, you got your Pocahontas yes, yeah, uh, yeah. dingly dangly's on from today. Australia. Someone really, really thoughtful mm. about that for you. I can't think of who that would be. Hmm, who would that be? Someone that really, be? really amazing. And it shows how much he really cares. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I think it cost him like $2. Two bucks. <laughs> Two bucks on the clearance sale in the store in, in Australia. <laughs> so all of you who think it's inappropriate relief for me to buy jewelry for Diane. <laughs> I didn't really buy jewelry for Diane. We were walking through a store and saw these really cheap things on sales and... She likes them things. She get one of them. So that's uh, she's really cheap. She's cheap. <laughs> she's cheap. a cheap date. So uh, hence the Pocahontas uh-huh. look. It looks kind of nice. It so. does. It does. It was one of these. Uh, you know, I don't it's know. Going out of store. business. Yeah, sale. there's fire sailing everything. So anyway, all right. Now that you've insulted me, and I have complimented on how lovely you look, making me the nicer guy for the uh-huh. moment. Uh huh. 
What do you got? Okay, this is kind of gross, so I'm sorry, but it is what it is. All right. Uh, according to a new study, anal and th- anal and throat cancers have increased over uh, the past 35 years in adults, especially those under the age of 45. Cancers. They say the increase. Cancers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Increase in the incidence of oropharyngeal cancer, which is of the mouth and throat, among younger men, and anal cancer among younger women are disturbing. Do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you, and do you know why they're getting these cancers? Yes. Cigarettes. No. No. It's not cigarettes. See, it used to be. Yes, it used to be. That the number one cause for throat mouth and, and throat mouth cancer. cancers and stuff, not anal cancers. No, because you don't put it there. <laughs> A little hard to get chewing tobacco. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, is is uh, has always use. been tobacco. But now mm-hmm. it's sex. It's mm-hmm. oral sex, and God help us, anal sex. Because that, of the HPV. Infection. That's because of the young people are doing mm-hmm. this, and everything the culture has told you people, and lied to you, and lying to our Christian young people. Uh, that is okay. Oral sex is no big deal. Da, 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 da. Now we're talking outside of marriage. Uh, this is very dangerous, and there are people. Stop and think. You're getting over cancer now, mm-hmm. okay? You, it wasn't throat cancer or whatever, but it's cancer. It's it's nasty. Is it not nasty? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine getting cancer? My wife's struggling as well, mm-hmm. and the drugs she's got to go through and all the treatments, and it's just horrible. It's terrible. Can you imagine getting that on purpose just because you're giving strangers sex? I mean, it's just insane. These yeah. people are killing themselves. For nothing. They felt what I've been through for the last seven months. I don't think it's really worth that, <laughs> honestly. It's, it's insane. I'm telling you, you guys running around doing this, you're out of your ever-loving minds. And the, the, the uh, skyrocketing incidents. Mm-hmm. They say double. The number of anal cancer in women has doubled. Oh, dear Jesus. Mm-hmm. And then you got idiots who say, oh, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that kind of sex. We can go have oral sex with people before we get married. Really? See, your body doesn't care what you think. What you're doing is destructive. That's why God warns about such things, and you are literally taking your own life into your hands for nothing. And it is just hot. This, you know, I'm telling you, the amount of money we spend, and I'm not trying to be cruel or mean to anybody, but the amount of money we spend in Western culture trying to cure diseases that would not exist if people would just control themselves is stunning. Well, you know what their answer to this is? No, what is it? The vaccination. They're saying that they say all boys and girls that are 11 or 12 years of age should get vaccinated with the HPV vaccine. No, what you should do is tr- teach your young boys and girls not to do this behavior. And there's risks to those vaccinations as well, well yeah. and there's no guarantee right. on any of it. So it's just, again, you know, do this, try that. They're desperate. They're more desperate. To educate people on why and convince them why they should get their teenagers vaccinated with something that is questionable anyway, than to tell your kids not to do it. Mm-hmm. The idea of instructing your kids not to do it is ludicrous to them. Yeah. And I mean, I'm just, that's just how out of control we've gotten. That people now con- consider uh, young teenagers animals and they can't control themselves, which is absurd. Of course, they can control themselves if they'd have adults encouraging them. To control themselves. But when you have adults who absolutely think it's impossible for them not to do this behavior and just be careful while you do it and wear condoms and do it, I'm telling you, it's insane. It's just insane. Uh, but it is what it is. God loves them. We love them. You know, if you get throat cancer from doing this, we'll come visit you in the hospital. 
we'll pray with you. We'll help you through it. But, you know, how about you just not do it? How about we have a little bit of sense and encourage behavior that is healthy instead of destructive? We'll be back with uh, your emails uh, right after this. Want more of Mark? Visit markgunger.com. There you will find everything that Mark has to offer. And well, you can serve it up with mayonnaise and mustard. To be fair, or curl it up in a frying pan. But look out, only if you dare. Well, now, please. We're back on the Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, and relationships. Listen to the music of the Reverend Jimmy Bratcher. Check out his music at jimmybratcher.com. All right, what do you got there? Okay, she says, just wondering if these behaviors should be entertained, encouraged, or discouraged in a husband-wife relationship, especially if one has or is struggling with porn. Number one, lap dancing for each other. Number two, modeling and dancing in lingerie or not, so apparently naked. The man? Either, both. 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 Dancing Either in lingerie? I try not to wear lingerie. <laughs> Allowing I don't think anybody wants to see <laughs> no, me, my no. wife, or anybody else. No, in something lacy, lacy and frilly. No, mm-mm. All right. Do you uh, need to take a fiver, Diane? What? You okay? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm just, I'm just doing some deep breathing. She ran outside and ran back outside. inside during the break, and she's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so out of shape. All right. Uh, number three, allowing pictures of like the lap dancing or the modeling and all of that uh, mm-hmm. as a memory or a keepsake for the husband at his request. So are these... Things that should be entertained, encouraged, or discouraged. Uh, generally speaking, couples flirting with each other and whatever is fine. It's great. You're supposed to be flirting with each other. Uh, two caveats. One, you said, well, he has a problem with porn. Well, in that case, I wouldn't do it because all he's doing is you're reminding him of porn. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a problem with alcohol, you don't drink. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's, there's things that you stay away from if you have a problem with it. Guys have a problem with porn, and they want you to dress up like a porn star. Is there anything wrong with it? Yeah, because you're just acting out as fantasies. He's not really connecting with you. He's still living yeah. She thought doing land. those things would help him stay away from the no, porn. No, 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 no. No. That's a whole different problem. The whole porn thing's a different problem. You acting like a whore isn't going to help him if he's had problems with whores. Okay, he's got his own issues, and uh, you got to get help on, on that list. But saying, is it okay for lap dancing and flirting and all this other stuff? Of course, absolutely fine. Now, the picture thing. Is the picture thing okay? Well, I suppose you just have to remember, somebody else can see those pictures. Mm-hmm. Talk to some of these Hollywood celebs. Well, and what <laughs> does he want upset. the pictures for? What's he going to do with them? Is he, he just going to masturbate to them when she's not around or something? Well, then that's not okay. Well, if he's if, if he's going to masturbate to pictures and thoughts of her, it's hard to argue against that. Other than I don't think it's real sex and it's not a Well, good if way he's doing that instead of having sex with her, maybe. Well, if he's traveling to Dubai for six that's months. Different. and You know, okay. It's just you got to remember, someone's likely to see those pictures. Yeah. And if it gets posted anywhere... The whole world's going to see the pictures. Uh, here's the thing. You can give them really nice pictures of you that remind them of you without you being naked. Mm-hmm. Would I do naked pictures? No. no. I think all of you guys who pose for cameras naked are dumb as bricks. Stop it. <laughs> how stupid are these people? You know, I easy, wouldn't do it. You know, easy, first of all. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it when I was 20 and looked l- Better, let's say. Better. <laughs> Better. <laughs> Better. Not very many people look good naked. It's just the reality of it. 
how narcissistic do you got to be to pose in front of a camera buck naked? But uh, so you can give him nice pictures without getting naked. And the chance of all that's got to do is accidentally get pushed on a button somewhere and wind up on the internet. Now the whole world's going to see it. So be smart. Protect yourselves. You know, his eyes only. And say, well, he won't be around. Well, just give him a nice picture of you, and then he'll want to get home to you so he can see you naked. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what I got to say about she that. Did, she did have a question. She said she is considering the idea of separation, but the church leadership that she attends apparently says that he would just be tempted more if she left home for a long period of time. And your church is wrong, but it's your church. So I don't know what else to tell you about that. You submit to your church, you know, that's your call. I just think your church is wrong. Uh, this idea of you staying with him involved in porn up to his eyeballs. The thing that causes men to change is consequences. I don't know why people don't get this. God always had consequences for men. Do the right thing, I'll bless you. Do the wrong thing, I'll kick your butt. Mm-hmm. Well, we like the blessing part, but we don't like to kick the butt part. And the thing that we always fail is that the teaching of the Bible should be brought into the home, but we don't want to bring it into the home. We just want to tell women to submit. Well, the Bible talks a lot more than just about submitting. All the principles about discipline and confrontation and stuff should be implied in the home as well. Why you Christians are so afraid of confronting bad behavior, oh, then he'll only act worse. Nonsense. If that was true, then why did Paul, in that one situation, take this immoral guy and turn him over to Satan? Well, you could argue, well, then he'll just get worse. No! He says you do it for the destruction of his flesh that his soul might get saved. And it worked! Because mm-hmm. we read about it in 1 Corinthians where he says, do it. 2 Corinthians, how the guy repented. So this idea that, you know, no, if you leave, it'll just get more into porn is, is absurd. Goodness gracious. But it's your church, so you got to deal with them. My advice to everybody else is your husband is looking at porn and stuff like that. You kick him out of the house or you leave. And just say, when you decide you want to be a lover committed to me, let me know, I'll be back. That's all. Don't divorce him. Don't say divorce him. Just make a choice. You don't get me and that. And that jerks most men out of their stupid delusions. Your church encouraged you to be there while he still does. What's the church's answer? What's the church's answer if she's not supposed to leave him? Stay with him, apparently. And do what? Put up with it? Submit? I don't know. People. I think whether you kick him out of the house or if he's in the house and you kick him, I don't think it really matters. See what I did there? Kick him out of the house. Kick him in the house. Man. Oh, kick him in the... I didn't Goodness, get it. Thank Nancy you. You sorry. my jokes. You Nancy got it. I you guys didn't. get all serious. Sorry, so. I had to think. Yeah, I was overwhelmed by the sweater. You guys kick can... Kick him in the house. The sweater. Maybe you can... The sweater overwhelmed. Edit out the pause there. That's Tim, a nice sweater. And that was like crickets. That's a nice sweater. It is a nice sweater. Right. I should have that sweater. You I, don't really wear sweaters. I would have had that sweater. Oh, you would? See, I'm not lusting after a sweater. It just looks good. I'm covered sweater lust. You should not cover... Sweater lust. Sweater lust. Sweater lust. All right. Okay, we're going to take a break and be back with more emails right after this break. Mark Gunger. Yeah, we've got an app for that. Download your free Mark Gunger app today. On the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger, Diane Briley, Phil Gunger, answering your emails about love, marriage, relationships. What do you got? Okay, guy emailing. He says, at a men's retreat a few months ago, one of the speakers said something about affairs that rubbed me the wrong way. He said, if you're having an affair and haven't been caught yet, stop. Stop the affair, but don't tell your wife about it. He cited David cheating in the Bible and noted that David apologized to God first instead of his wife. 
while I agree that you have sinned against God first, I don't agree that you have only sinned against God. The speaker said, stop the affair, but keep it to yourself. If you are truly done with the affair, then there's no need to tell your spouse and put them through the heartache. What do you think about this? I agree with you. I think he's wrong. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Well, question, what do you think? I think he's wrong. I think, I think, yeah. You have to tell. I think you got to fess up. Man, <laughs> the reason they don't want you to tell is because they don't want you to get divorced. <laughs> Your wife's going to, could divorce you at that point. Most likely. No, nobody wants, everyone wants to hide. Here's the problem. Uh, hiding and living with the guilt of that. It'll eat you alive. Man, talk about dying early of cancer or something, man. I mean, this this cannot be. It's heavy. It's really heavy. And I know people who do it. And you can advise them, but they won't do it. They just don't want to get revealed. They want to hide their sin. They said they, they told God, but you have, in fact, violated your covenant, and she has every right to know. And uh, my personal opinion is you'll be a lot healthier if you fess up. But Well, I don't know, because there'll be terrible consequences. Yeah, that's why you're not supposed to mm -hmm. do it in the first place. So, I don't know. I think he's wrong, but mm -hmm. anyway, that's all I got to say. Okay, next email. I am a 38-year-old woman. 38-year-old woman. And a mother to a 22-year-old son. Wow. Had him early. Yes. Okay. At 16. I am currently being pursued by a 26-year-old man. I am attracted to him. What are the pros and cons of older women dating younger men? Uh, I don't know. What are the pros? First of all, it's a little creepy. You're dating your son. Pretty much. <laughs> Good Lord. That's Pretty close to the age of your son. Yeah. No. She's, she's, <laughs> you can't say you're dating your son. Well, pretty close age of your son. He's a little creepy. Yeah. You take that to be like any... <laughs> you're marrying incest. a man and your son's it's, a man. It's not incest. So, uh, it's a little creepy, but it's not illegal. It's not immoral. The Bible doesn't say how old you should be when you date and marry somebody. So, I don't know. What are the pros and cons for it? Pros is you get a young guy. <laughs> Good on him. <laughs> Way to go. The negative for him is he gets an old chick. Yeah. <laughs> Which he doesn't seem old now, but at some point, that pretty sheen that she obviously she's yeah. good looking yeah. to get a at young 38. guy. By the time you're 48 or yeah, 58. 58. That's going to rub off pretty quick. Yeah. He might turn around and go, What have I done? Yeah. You know, I'm dating someone who looks like my mom. Uh, and it's really something to consider. I mean, because, you it's know, it's a 12 year age gap. So. And here's the reality women. Obviously, she's very good looking at this point to attract a guy like this. And she's still fairly young. Mm -hmm. But the reality is women age quicker than men, except for a few exceptions. Uh, most women, you look at a lot of couples in their old the, a lot of the wives just look a lot older than the guy. It's just, it is Which is it interesting is. because in real life that's true, but on TV, do you ever notice how it's always like the guy looks older in all the commercials and everything and the wife is always younger? But that's not the reality that you see out in the world. Generally not. It, not really. It could be. I mean, there's exceptions to everything. It's just um, when for you, you just have to remember Men are sight-driven, and now you're asking this young guy to marry you, who by the time he hits 40... You'll be 52. You know? And not everybody in their 50s looks as good as me. Yeah, that's right. Come and on. Then, and then, well, that's actually true. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then you hit your 50s, you're 62. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. It's not... You know, I don't know. I don't even know why we're asking this question. Other than they ask well, uh, pros the and cons. I don't have a strong. I don't have a strong feeling about this anyway. Any two people want to get married, you're gonna make a commitment to each other. Knock yourselves out. There's no prohibition about it. No. The problem is it'll probably creep out your son because dad. <laughs> 
He's not he's like older. his peer. He's like his peer. I think it's a little creepy. I don't know. Talk to your kid about it. If he says he doesn't care, you know, I don't, and even then, he's a grown man. He can go off and do his own thing. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We're looking for pros and cons here. Those are some of the pros. Those are some of the cons. The son could do the same thing. What would you feel if your son came home with a 34-year-old woman? Right. She's almost my age. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good thing. And maybe she wouldn't care. Yeah. Some people don't care. I don't care. It's not a big deal. 12, 12 years is really not that big of a stretch. Well, there's almost 16 years between my husband and me. Okay, so it's not that big. You know, you start hitting 20, 25, and there's people who do that. Yeah, oh yeah. Now it's a, But in all fairness, and it's just terrible, you know, it's a lot easier for a guy to be in his 70s uh, married to a 50-year-old chick. Uh, but for a man, it's, it'll be more difficult. But I know guys who've done it. They're married, and the lady literally looks like his mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you seen couples like this? I've, mm-hmm. I've seen it. And, but they're happy as they can be. So, you know, it doesn't, I don't know. Next question. Okay. Who cares? You probably have to answer this. On Talk the to your friends side. about the pros and cons. And anybody can sit down and knock pros and cons, this, that, that, yeah. you know, until you go crazy. So Okay. Uh, she says, I'm 20 years old and engaged. Love listening to the show. Was wondering what kind of questions should you ask your fiance? They're both Christians. Therefore, they're not having sex. So she wants to know what sort of what discussions kind of questions do you have, should you have before you marry? What should you ask your fiance? Before. First of all, what is your name? <laughs> you should know their name. Nice ring. What's your name? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are you again? Uh, practically, some of the things that get couples in trouble, I would talk about sex. Definitely. Not, not all hot and heavy and stuff, but I just say, you know, is this something you're interested in? You'd be surprised how many people have an actual aversion to sex. Mm-hmm. One person is really looking forward to getting married, and the other person... They want to get married, but they don't have anything to do with sex. I would definitely talk about any counselor should talk to you about that. You guys both interested in having sex? That's a big important one. Um, what are the you know? Kids. Ask him. Is he into porn? Yep. Oh, uh, you have to ask that one. You know, because if he's got a porn problem, you want to find this out ahead of time so you can get away from him. Uh, kids, kids, you want to have kids? Do you want to? I want ten kids. I hate kids. Well, yeah. that's a problem. It's amazing how many people don't talk these things through. I know. Where do you want to live? Well, we're going to live here. No, no, no. I want to live to the other side of the world. What? And it, you would think people have more sense. A lot of just practical common sense. Talk about everything to do with life and see if you want to do life together. All right, we'll be back. Caution. The Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. This extraordinary love can be extremely complicated. But it's more than enough to sustain me, contain me. The music of Michael O'Brien. Check out his music at michaelo.org. You're on the uh, Mark Gunger Show. Talking about love, marriage, and relationships along with uh, Phil Gunger and the lovely Diane Brierly. Yes, what do you got now? She says, someone once told me that in heaven you don't know or remember your spouse. Is this true? Do you know anywhere in the Bible that it talks about this? Any place in the Bible where it talks about whether or not you'll know your spouse. Know or remember your spouse. Because he heard someone say that you won't know them. Yes. How does he know that? You won't know. She says, yeah, someone once told me in heaven you don't know or remember your spouse. How do they know that? Is it, that's what she wants to know. Is there anywhere in the Bible that talks about no. it? What? I say heaven is any place you don't know or remember your <laughs> <laughs> 
That's You're that's terrible. That's terrible. That is terrible. She needs to get saved. That, yeah, that person was just talking about a state of mind, yeah. a state of yeah. being. State of mind, yeah. My heaven See, is some, where I don't so, know. Where some people would consider it heaven not to know who your spouse is. <laughs> this is right. So they don't remember all the tension that you've uh, struggled through well, life with that They're person. probably referring to there's no marriage in heaven. Yeah. In heaven, there there is no, no marriage. And there's no and beer in heaven. <laughs> there is no beer. All right, so uh, you know what? But, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't know and remember your spouse, I was going to push that. Yeah, I know, I'm awfully I predictable. You Apparently, are, I'm you extremely. Are, you are so predictable, but <laughs> doesn't take a lot to figure me out. There doesn't have to be beer in heaven because you don't have to drink the beer because your spouse is there. There's a spouse in there. They don't have to, to worry about it. You can't remember the anyway. Of the beer. So you're dancing. Hallelujah. We don't need it. You don't need the beer. Um, uh, we're just teasing people. Relax. Okay, we like marriage. We're celebrating yes. it. Just, but, just good jokes. But the Bible does say, he who marries will have trouble in this life. Hence, the idea of not remembering your spouse would be no reflection on the troubles that you have. Hence the joke. Anyway, some people, they have no sense of humor. Did you see that picture that someone actually posted the wedding cake that had the... The he who has who he who marries will have trouble in this life. Oh, and the, yeah, I put saw it that. on the top of the wedding. That's cake. hilarious. <laughs> right up front, other wedding cake. Who gets yeah. married will have trouble. And yeah. I think that was very funny. That was hilarious. And it's very honest. And uh, and that's what the Bible says. So, but you know, the alternative is being single, which is not exactly a picnic either. Uh, you know, I always get fascinated by these people who argue about what is or what is not going to be in heaven, as if they know. They don't know jack. Well, they act the, like they know. The Bible says very little. I mean, there's some pastor who wrote and condemned some other guy who's who's that guy who's in heaven that little kid uh, oh heaven is for real yeah. yeah and well just he thought it was a heresy because that kid said that in heaven he saw animals oh, there's no animals in heaven. how does he know there's no animals in heaven i think what he's trying to allude to is that animals as we know them are not eternal beings mm-hmm. so when they die they're pretty much done and uh you know so the chance of you seeing fuzzy in heaven is <laughs> probably not going to be there. We could be wrong about that. Who cares? For him to get all upset about it. And, oh, but, and well, anyway, he was on a rant about it. Well, he was very did, upset. And the guy didn't say it was his cat that he remembered, right? He just saw animals. Animals. Okay. How do you know there's not animals? God made animals on earth. Yeah. Why wouldn't he make them in heaven? That Your daughter's going to be very disappointed if there's no kitties in heaven. Oh, yeah. She just, <laughs> you know, she won't even want to show up in heaven if there's no cats in heaven. So, uh, um, you know, just anyway, just relax. Any time you hear somebody ranting and raving about what will or will not be in heaven, unless it's very clear in the Bible, it's just a nitwit. The Bible doesn't say a whole lot about it. You know what's going to be in heaven? Jesus. Hallelujah. And that's going to be And we won't glorious. care. And no one's going to care. Who's going to care? Who cares? <laughs> At that point. What are you going to do? I want to go to hell. There's cats up here. <laughs> I can't take it. If there's cats, I'm going to hell. Really? What do you care? And for some Christian to go ranting and raving about someone being a heretic because they mentioned they saw cats in heaven, good grief. Guy needs to check his medication. People are crazy. So anyway, will you remember your spouse in heaven? I assume so. I don't know. All I can go on is by people who have near-death experiences Mm -hmm. who say when they were passing, they saw all kinds of people they recognized. Mm -hmm. I would think your spouse would be, be in one that of character them. category. Now it could suck the joy out of heaven for you, <laughs> <laughs> depending on how miserable of a marriage you had. I don't know, but uh, my real question, my answer to this is: 
Who cares? Why is he even writing me? Who no, cares? Heaven's gonna rock. Who cares? But who cares? Why would you even write someone like me I don't to find know. out who's in heaven? Who cares? I don't know. I don't know. Then someone said your spouse. You won't recognize your spouse. Who cares? I don't. I don't care if I don't recognize any of y'all. I know. I, when I go to heaven, I, I don't care if I never see any of you people anymore. I, Why do I care? That's my preference. I, <laughs> my preference is I'll never see her again because she's highly irritating. So I mean, I, you know, who cares? Wouldn't that be heaven. nice if heaven was nobody that ever bugged you on earth? You, you just didn't see them. Like you had this blind spot. Like you just couldn't see them. They might be up there, but they irritated me, so I have the spiritual blinders yeah. on. The problem is you get up there and you'll be all alone. Because <laughs> everybody irritates no, you. No, they don't. They do, too. Just You're irritated you. by everybody. Just you. Hello? She'll, she'll be up there going, hello, hello. <laughs> anybody? Hello, anybody? No, it'll be. So I, where's everybody? So, well, you said you didn't want people irritated just so we had to give you your own spot. No, it'll be nobody will see me because I've irritated, <laughs> you irritated them. All. them. <laughs> she recognizes everyone, but nobody knows who she is. Because <laughs> I irritated every last one of them. Oh, no, that's wouldn't funny. that be ironic? Because <laughs> if you recognize everybody and you come running up, we all go, Who are you? Who are you? <laughs> Do I know you? You, no. sister? I don't, I don't think I know you. What? I've been your friend for years. <laughs> really? Because it's. I'm not remembering this. Oh, that would be funny. But who cares? Stunning what people write about and have concerns about. All right. Well, I'll take a break and come back with some other I'm sure craziness. Highly, highly interesting email All right after this. Attend Mark's Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage event. Visit LaughYourWay.com for upcoming dates and locations. Show talking about love, marriage, and relationship. Answering your emails. What do you got? He says, I'm a young single man, and most like most 21-year-olds have a strong sex drive. I don't think you should drive and have sex at the same time. I think that's very dangerous. There's people who actually do that. You, know, <laughs> you read the stories of the accidents and the arrests. Craziness. So he's not talking about driving no, and having no, sex. No, just having a strong so the drive. Urge, the urge. The urges. Uh, mm-hmm. The urge for sex. He says... I want to master myself in all areas of life, but so far in the area of sex, that has just meant gritting my teeth. I found some information about the benefit of redirecting your sex drive, but no information on how to do that. Rather than just constantly white-knuckling it, do you have any practical... Practical, effective strategies for redirecting and channeling my sex drive in productive pursuits. Yes! You nitwit! Get a wife. He says, What's the matter with people? I asked people? him if he was dating anyone. He says, I'm currently not dating anyone. Well, I do date plan. somebody. If you're walking around like this all day. I plan <laughs> to marry one day, he says. One day. He had issues with pornography in his teenage years. He got sick of how pathetic it was and stopped using it several Good. years ago. Good. He still struggles from time to time with masturbation, hence the question. He is a Christian and attends church every week. Well, stop the behavior. Get a, you know, here's the thing. And I'm so irritated by this because the church gets in on this stupid bandwagon of trying to show how young people, and he's not a young, he's a man, for heaven's sakes. He's not like a three-year-old kid. 
He's a man. He's 21 stinking years of age. You know what the church does? We come along and try to have all the 20-year-olds from 20 to 30 years old. Oh, do this and redirect your sexual energy for this. You know what the Bible says? If you're burning, which is what he's burning, right? He is. You want to have sex? Here's what the Bible says. It doesn't say masturbate. It doesn't say have a small group Bible study. It doesn't say to have an accountability group where y'all hold hands so you can't masturbate. It says... Get a wife! So you don't matter, right? That's the accountability group. We all hold hands so we can't masturbate, and that's why we all have these accountability groups. Seriously, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of telling our young boys to have accountability groups. I'm tired of telling our young boys, you know, it's okay to masturbate. I'm tired of telling the boys, well, it's okay. Run if six you miles have, a day. Run so six days and take showers, and, and oral sex is okay as long as you don't. Really, I'm just tired of it. What is the matter with the church? Do you know why? Because we have bought into the lie. We believe that marriage young is bad. Mm-hmm. We believe marriage is a curse and not a blessing. Oh, I don't believe. Yes, you do, mom. The reason you don't want your kid to get married early because you think it's a curse. If you really thought it was a blessing, you'd try and bless them as soon as you could. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? Oh, if yeah. you truly believe something was good for somebody, would you not want them to have it? Yes. Our kids all get married young. We all get married. Everybody in our family gets married young. Why? Because do we understand it as a great blessing. You 21 years old and single in our house, there's something wrong with you. I'm trying to cast the devil out of you. For heaven's sakes, get on with it. It's a great blessing. But you but they parents, don't think so. they don't because they believe they listen to the lie of the devil instead of what God says. God says it is a great blessing. Great blessing. It will empower you. It will strengthen you. Every survey shows that married people do better than single people in every area. Even if they're going to college, married kids do better than the single kids. Every measure. But yet Christian parents and churches come along, oh, he's too young. Well, it's too young to get married. Too young. So, you know, let's worry about masturbating and how to deal with porn and how to, you know, go around gritting his teeth and being white knuckled uh, all day long and writing to me. Oh, how can I redirect my... Here's how you redirect it. Get a wife. That's what the Bible says. Paul says, if you are burning up and dude, you are on fire. I know what he's talking about. I was on fire at 18. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Woo! Get married. I got me a wife. Yeah. And it was a wonderful thing. <laughs> I still got one. <laughs> and I ain't trading it in. For heaven's sakes. Well, you know, my daughter, she's almost 20. She'll be 20 soon. And so we're trying to get her set up and trying to start dating, start doing, because she hasn't through high school, which was fine. But it's shocking to me when I have conversations with my friends and, you know, family and even people in our church who listen to you all the time. They freak out at me. Well, she's only 19. She's not even 20 yet. Why would you want to? She can't get married. She's too young. And I'm like, oh, stop. It's, too, it's not too, too young. young. It's, it's too, not young. too young. Oh, no. Are you going to get married too young? What are we going to do? Because here's the, la, 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 la. Here's the problem. And, and then I, these are the parents. Their kids are going to be looking at porn. They're going to be masturbating. They're going to have oral sex. They're going to get cancer from anal sex. Who knows why? Well, I wanted to find Who's a guy when he's screwing young. screwing other people. Yeah. When he's younger, because if she waits till she's 26 and she marries a guy who's 26, what on God's green earth has he done to mess himself up? By the time he's that age, and I don't want her to marry somebody like that. I get it, but again, if she's not, obviously, it's not a high priority to her. This guy is going nuts. There's guys that don't have a terribly high sex drive. They're not going crazy. They're not walking around white knuckle going, Although you're right, probably most guys are, and then she's going to marry a damaged guy. You know, you're right. You're absolutely right. Even I'm not worried about her. I'm worried about the, what the she's picking exactly. from. Exactly. That's, That's where brilliant. my intention is. Brilliant. Simply brilliant. Thank you. So by Thank waiting, you. even your daughters who women don't have high sex drives, like guys, until later than they have a higher sex drive. 
<laughs> That's lovely. But uh, <laughs> praise God for that. So, but you're exactly right because she's not worried about it. Yeah. You keep directing her into college and careers and all this stuff. What you're warning is the guys who are her right. age now are they're going to get damaged yeah. because yeah. she doesn't marry a guy who's right. not damaged yet. She's going to drag it out until he's 28, yeah. 32, and by this time he's had sex with half a dozen girls, or masturbated or porn, born, or not interested in sex at all. And, if he can, and so yes. it's from who she's going to marry is where my concern is. You're absolutely right. I don't know why you people, because you've all bought into a lie that marriage is a curse. It is not a curse. It is a great blessing. You should be encouraging your kids to get married young. And all you people, well, what about college? What about, what about it? There's no, you know how many people have put each other through college? Mm-hmm. Married couples? Mm-hmm. Well, what about a career? What about, you're, you're assuming that because you're married, you cannot go to school. It's absurd. You're assuming because you cannot, because you're married, you cannot build a business or a career. You're all crazy. Where does this insane thinking come from? I'll tell you what you do. You get your kids to delay. They're going to get into porn. They're going to have oral sex. They're going to get HBPV, DB, WXYZ <laughs> and get cancer in their eyeballs or whatever. WD-40. WD-40 and all this other kind of stuff. Then you're going to write, more pastor, can you have my kids are being, they're fornicating and oh, we're so sad. Really? Why do you suppose there's, I don't know, he's 38 and I don't know why he's fornicating. What, what do you think he's going to do? It just makes me mad. Mm-hmm. These I can tell. Stupid, stu- I'm telling you. I am absolutely convinced. The, the, our, the Christian church, one of the main reasons, let's face it, and I'll talk to all my Pentecostal mm-hmm. brothers out there <laughs> who are more inclined to think in terms of the power of the Holy Spirit and stuff. Any of you guys notice there's not a whole lot of power of the Holy Spirit in our churches? Has anybody noticed this? And people, well, why? I wonder why. Why we need revival. You know what we need? We need to stop being poisoned. Our churches are poisoned up to our eyeballs with immorality, sexual immorality that is out of control. It's just out of... Any pastor will admit it's out of control. Mm -hmm. And they're all trying to find some magic answer. You know what the magic answer is? You silly man. You silly man of God. Encourage your congregation to marry young. When you're married young, you're not looking at porn. When you're married young, you're not screwing other chicks. When you're married young, you're not getting HPDV, XYZ, and... DW40 or whatever it is. <laughs> but no. No, we believe marriage is a curse. And we encourage our young people to wait, 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 other than this guy's white knuckled and grit in his teeth of all the ridiculous, ignorant things. You're white knuckled grit and you're, get on with it. I got married at 18. I wasn't going around like, all day long. I couldn't wait till I got home. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, 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 oh. Yes. All right, we need to take a break. I need to check my medication. <laughs> We'll be back with more right after this. Have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to ask at markgunger.com and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. We're back on the Mark Gunger Show talking about love, marriage, and relationships. I'm trying to calm down. Let it go. <laughs> I get so mad with Christians delaying marriage and trying to stay sexually pure. I get so mad at pastors telling our kids to stay sexually pure and then delaying marriage. I'm so angry. I get so angry at parents. They're the worst ones who treat marriage like a cancer. And they don't want their kids to get married, but yet they want them to stay sexually pure. It's such a joke. We're so stupid. And we keep failing. And we wonder where the power of God is in the church. Really? You guys ever read the Bible? Do people read the Bible? Do you think they read the Bible? I don't think they read the Bible. No, I don't think they do. They have a Bible. I guess I think it's a good luck charm. 
Read the Old Testament. Do you know there's one time in the Old Testament they were going to war and they ran in and God was not with them and they had a huge defeat because one guy, Achan, mm-hmm. one guy, Achan, was disobeying God. That's all it took, one guy. Can you imagine 50 to 75% of them all doing? Our churches are filled with guys easily. 50 to 75% of the guys in our churches are involved in sexual sin up to their eyeballs. Well, and the girls too, the women too. And we get together and we sing, we prophesy, pray the word, let's anoint you with oil, let's trust God. Look, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I want to I see miracles like anybody else. But at what point do we stop deluding ourselves? Well, people say, well, it's grace. That's because it doesn't matter. Really? You think it doesn't matter? You think the grace of God is so great that everybody can be fornicating and all our young boys can be, you know, getting oral sex from their girlfriends in the church and stuff? And it doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand it. We're so inconsistent with our values. I absolutely believe the core cancer of sexual immorality that is in the church would be cured if our young people would get married young. You just, you just get rid of it. A guy who's a young man who falls in love with a girl, a young girl falls in love with a guy and they're encouraged to get married and start building a life together, even if they got to struggle along with their parents. I mean, who cares? I tell you, they're not into sexual sin because that need is being met. But when you treat marriage like it's a cancer and it's a disease and you threat, the parents threaten their kids. We were encouraging it. If we'd have been like most parents, I would have told Phil, if, if you get married, I'm not going to give you any money. I'm not going to support you. I'm not going to pay for college. I'm not going to do anything. That's what Christian parents are telling it's their kids. terrible. Terrible. Uh, and then we wonder why there's such a mess. I don't know. To this man who says, look, I got a huge sex drive at 21 and I'm going crazy. Get a wife. Just get, you know how many drop-dead gorgeous single women there are in churches? <laughs> a lot. If you can't find a wife, there's something wrong with you. Go find a wife. And you quit have to walk around gritting your teeth, white knuckled. It's just ludicrous. What's he waiting for? What's his target? 28? 32? I didn't ask that. He said that he would, wants to date and marry one day. One day. One day. <laughs> Which means way off into the future. But yet he's. What are you going to try to do in the gritting meantime? Gritting his teeth and white knuckled now. And struggling with the masturbation. And- That's how stupid we are today. Yeah. I don't know. Look, you guys want to masturbate and do all this and knock yourselves out. You want to live that kind of lifestyle? You want your kids to live that way? You want to create porn addicts so your daughter will marry one of those porn addicts and he won't pay attention to her because he's always looking at porn. That's what you want, Mom? That's what you want, Dad? All right. And just so don't get shocked when it happens. I said to you during the break, I think a lot of well, Christian people, people in general, don't understand. Either they think porn's no big deal or they truly just don't understand the plague that it is and how it affects these guys and how they don't want to have sex with their wives and that they're over their eyeballs. And I don't think they understand it from the conversations I've had with people. They don't get it, how bad it is. Clearly. I just don't think they're thinking. What, what it is is they have so bought into the lie of this world that the most important thing in life is money. Mm-hmm. Christian people, if you're not a Christian, you know, obviously you think I'm crazy anyway, but for Christian people, the most important thing for their children is money. Career, 
and money. You gotta have the car. You gotta, you gotta have, have the house. The you gotta have, have the big TV. And then after you do all that, then you can get married. Mm-hmm. Of course, in the meanwhile, they're being just poisoned with sexual immorality. And then we have to fix it later. You know how many percentage of our emails is this problem? Mm-hmm. I'm addicted to porn. My husband won't pay attention to me. He's looking at other women, committing adultery. What are they doing? They're doing everything that they started doing because everybody told them not to get married young. Mm-hmm. This is powerful stuff that is destroying people's lives. And I'm not saying you have to get married young. I'm not saying you have to get married at all. Stay single. But if you've got a sex drive that's driving you crazy, get a wife. Sitting around, what? How, how do I redirect it until I get married someday? Mm-hmm. You become a monk. That's what you do. What do the monks can you, can do? you be a temporary monk? Monkdom. Temporary monkdom. Put you in a castle somewhere on top of some hill where you never see any women. And you can't watch TV, nothing. You said that you can't talk. A vow of silence. Do that to your 32 and then then come back out. That's our, I mean, this is all so stupid. Just, oh, I can't take it. All right, enough ranting for one day. We'll be back with another show. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle.